there. I'm Leanna Hinkle with the Hinkle Homestead. And I'm Lindsay Weiniger with the Weiniger Farms. And we are your hosts on We Chose the Farm. It's episode 21. Oh, in 2021. Hey! Uh, get buzzed about bees. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh. You're welcome. We are bringing in the new year. First topic of the new year. We actually have, it's very strategic, but we're going to talk about bees in January. So... When everybody thinks of bees as in a summer thing, it's totally right, but why are we talking about bees in the winter? Because now is the time to order. Now more than ever is actually the time it's to order. It's so crazy that there's this much that goes into it, but it's true. They're already in super high demand. We've already uh, touched base with our bee supplier, and we've already seen links on some of the box stores that provide bees that they are being ordered, and they are being ordered quickly. So honestly, if you want bees, or you're thinking about it, or you're considering it, um, these are episodes that you definitely don't want to miss because we'll be providing those links on how to actually get them as well. But if you wait till the season when everybody's starting to get their bees, most likely you've waited too long. Absolutely. And um, prep work in advance, getting things set up, that is slightly time consuming and it creeps up on you and you uh, in in our experience we're like oh crap the bees are coming this weekend get yeah. the boxes out so well and speaking of preparation let's just dive into it what let's say okay so Lindsay, you have bees we do and i have bees mm-hmm. we both have bees um so we're gonna be kind of guiding you through a little bit of like a inner city having bees and also a rural having bees that way that everybody can kind of touch base on this so um but let's say i'm new i don't have any bees and i'd like to get started um what are we looking at like what supplies do i need to get started what's involved so you're gonna have to help me on this one just because i know that i'm gonna miss pieces but um to start with you're going to need basically a starter box um, do they have fancy names? What are you talking about? Like a, the, the starter boxes. Like the... Deep hive, like a oh, hive box. Oh, like a complete, it's like a complete kit. Okay. that We we'll sell say. them here at the store, but it's basically... Um, it's their housing. Yes. You've got a bottom, a deep hive body, and then a, a like a lid, and then a, a, like a top, and then a lid. Yes. So there's like a four, four layer... So it's your base. Thank you. You're, You're going to have all the technical terms. <laughs> it's your base of what they sit on. So, yes. like, because a box is literally just a box without a top or a bottom. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, it only has four sides to it, and that sits on your base. Yes. And then you, does it come with another one on top of that? A super? Or uh, no? Not the... So, it's just one box. It's just one deep high okay, body box. Okay, so it's box. one deep box, and then it's got a top or a roof. It usually has, like a, a, like, a top, and then you have another... Oh, like an like a like yeah. roof. Yeah. But then it also comes with like ten frames in it. Yes. And that usually, um, in the kits that we supply, there's already like a little bit of uh comb, like just like a texture on the frames. Yeah. Um, sometimes they're wood, sometimes they're plastic. Yeah. And then um I think with an all exclusive kit like that too, does it correct me if I'm wrong, if it comes with like a smoker? Yes, you can get the ones that have a smoker 
and I think a hood. It's either, it, does it have a bee brush too? And a tool. Hive tool, yeah. Yeah, hive tool. Okay, so a hive, so what you'll need to get started. <laughs> Maybe we should like rewind okay. and start over. Pause this, grab a pencil and a piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs> We're real okay. classy about this. Come back. Um, so what you need to get started is they need a house, you need protection, and you need tools, and you need the bees. Yes. So the house is the hive that comes with your base, your deep, and your roof. And the frames are usually included in the that. The frames are usually included. Yep. Um, your tools, your basic tools you need, your three basic tools is a hive tool that helps you get the frames out because yeah. they are all filled with sticky stuff that we'll get into that later. Um, you need a bee brush. I mean, Maybe. Yeah, I think they usually just standardly come with whatever. It's fine. And I've then, never uh, used a bee brush before. Really? Yeah. Oh, Keep going. You just okay. brush the bees off. Um, and then a smoker. Yes. And then you also want a hood. You want yeah, at pers- least personal protection. At least we um, actually have several suits. We had just the jacket with like the headpiece to it, and then I think we've moved on to full body like jumpsuits. Yeah, Nathan does the jacket and the hood and okay. gloves. Yeah, well, and gloves. Yeah, uh, but um, yeah, I um, I'm going to 100% confess to you that I. I'm the picture taker. Yeah. I, Somebody's got to do it. Yep. I do not. It's I, okay. I help harvest, but uh, it, that would be after they're all gone. So, yeah. you know, can I be honest with you? When we started bees, I've actually never been stung by a bee in my entire life. Like, yeah. ever. So I was like, I can't be that bad, right? And the first time that I got stung, it was when I was doing a cutout, which we'll talk about that later. But it was basically cutting apart a live hive. And they were not happy, and I got stung once. That's it. And that's, oh. that was. <laughs> that was all it took. No, I mean, that's all I've been stung this oh. whole this whole time. That's like, pretty that's, good. That's it. And I was, like, intentionally making them very angry and crabby. Yeah. I have never been stung yet, not gone wood. I think but, it's different for everybody. Yeah. You can have different reactions, and that can also change over the course of time, too. You can have a not severe reaction, and then you can develop, you know, the anaphylactic Mm-hmm. ones as well but um yep which is very also interesting too i think the whole allergy part which is yeah. another great time to talk about this on next episode when we dive into like the myths and the debunking and stuff because i think uh sometimes bees get a bad rap for a lot of stuff so anyways okay so back on track once we have all of our supplies we actually Mind need you, to... don't forget, how much when, How much does all of this supplies cost? Okay, so what we named, just the <laughs> stuff to get prepared before we even get the bees. Yes. I would say to start up between three and $500. At minimum, yeah. We, uh, whenever we talk to new yeah. beekeepers that come into our store, you're they usually start out with one or two hives, mm-hmm. and we tell them to be prepared to spend a, a grand. Yeah. Because uh, not yeah. only do you have to worry about, usually you're not harvesting on the first year. We usually can talk not. about that yeah. later. But you are going to need harvesting equipment. You're going to need all of the equipment to start your bees. Um, and then the bees themselves. So you just need to prepare to invest about a grand into two hives. Yes. And there's, there's ways to make it a little bit cheaper, too, yes. to do mm-hmm. that. You could... Um, you could buy on Facebook Marketplace gently used stuff of people that are not getting into it. Do you know 
that the common beekeeper is only in this hobby for three years. I did not know that. That's Just crazy. With whatever happens, whether it's the it, the expense or, you know, them not overwintering, and then it's just you know back and back stuff like that. It's about three years That's is crazy. when they. I mean, obviously you get lifers and stuff, yeah. but oh, sure. but you can and you can also make your own hives. Yeah, absolutely. It's so yeah, the, and then but I I personally think the most expensive part, if you were going that route, would then be the frames with the foundation already on them correct but then again you they have kits to where you can put the foundations together you can put the Mm -hmm. frames together excuse me with the whole um box and everything else so there's different options like that i think one of the risks that you run into when you buy from the marketplace is that it could be potentially diseased yeah you could um, because you just don't know it and also these are wooden boxes that are in the elements you know all year round so they just don't actually have a forever shelf life. So somebody that's selling their 20-year-old hives is not great. <laughs> you should probably start over anyways. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So um that's that's one thing. But now, does is there does it require any kind of uh we both have different experiences with does it require any regulation? for your to own bees to have bees so to own bees i think you're in the state of illinois i think you're supposed to register your bees and everybody's like i don't want the government knowing i have bees it doesn't matter anyways it's not even about that first of all i didn't know this but as you pay taxes you're actually paying for the state bee inspector so Hmm. if you like don't have anybody or you don't know something and you get into a real pickle and you're like, I don't know what this looks like. I need your help. They're not going to like harvest honey with you. Like they got other stuff to do, but they'll help you like figure out like medical issues. You know what I mean? Like they're the vet of bees, I guess, but also there for different help as well. (laughs) So, but then that's no cost. So, I mean, register your bees. It's not a big deal. I did not know that. And also um, like, so we're, we literally live in the middle of a cornfield. Um, and a bean field, depending on what year. So we get sprayed. It yeah. just is what it is. And that's a big issue for having bees because they spray pesticides. And hi, what is a bee? You yeah. Know? <laughs> uh, so we register our bees on Drift Watch. And mm-hmm. that's insanely helpful. Not only are we registered with the state and we are registered through Drift Watch. So um, the people that are spraying, so the airports and that contract all that out, have they are legally required to call us to schedule a time that works for us yep so that we have time to cover our bees so that they don't get sprayed yep and if they do get sprayed without notifying us and we have a big die out it's like serious fines and they just don't want to deal with that so yeah mm-hmm. we're always nice to our neighbors always we give them you know honey just to say thanks for because all of ours are really great about giving us a heads up when they're sure. going to do that so that's been super helpful, but as far as um, rural, that's pretty much about it. Is there anything that you would need to register for for inner city? Um, depending on your township and the, like your city rules, you would need to take a look, but bees are kind of such a new trend that it's really not that big of an issue. Your biggest issue that you're going to have to worry about is your direct neighbors, the ones closest to you. Also, <laughs> the ones closest to you that have a pool um <laughs> it's yeah. so bizarre but um basically you're gonna want to just be a kind and courteous neighbor yeah. and talk to those around you and just be like hey we're considering getting bees 
um, this could be really helpful to you if you garden and things and if oh, you're flowers sure. and all that kind of stuff. But we also just want you to, you know, be aware that if you see an influx of bees, they are coming. They're probably. Yeah. Don't. That's the biggest thing. Don't freak out about yeah. the bees. Like they have got so many jobs. They're not. Jo- their job is not to sting you. Right. Now, the, the neighbor with the closest pool will start seeing more bees in their filter. Because they're thirsty. Exactly. That's how they, that's what the, they literally drink water. Yeah. So, so, I mean, and if, and if you can also put up like bird bath type of, and like feeder, like yeah. waters for bees specifically to help encourage them to go to a closer source instead yeah. of their pool. Um, but I mean, also very, again, it would be extremely your benefit to bribe them with honey, not to spray yeah heavy pest <laughs> like hi don't raid this yes. when you see them flying over your fence exactly yeah you know because that's not cool either oh ours we actually the, our current bees are kind of more rural than urban but um they're at my brother-in-law's house and then across the street my brother my other brother-in-law used to live there they're twin brothers they oh lived sure across. they don't that's live fine. there anymore but they had a pool there and <laughs> My my sister-in-law used to be like, I got more bees over here. They really, they really do flock to pools. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's just pretty funny. That's a, so if you're looking, if you have a place, you're kind of thinking like, hey, what do I need? Do I have the right area for bees? Mm-hmm. You know, that's a big thing too, because inner city, you were saying this earlier, it is a great place to have bees. You have natural trees that have been growing there for old neighborhoods. You have people's gardens, you have a lot more grassy yards for dandelions and clover to pop up yeah. and they can cover a lot more of that area in a smaller space. Right. Bees can actually fly around five to six miles away. So any space within that five to six mile radius is going to be pollinated and visited by these bees. And obviously your bees will live longer when their resources are closer. Right. Mm-hmm. So me, that's in the middle of a cornfield, we were kind of like, I don't even know if this is going to work because we just don't have a lot of stuff. Uh, Just to specify, corn is wind pollinated. They are not insect pollinated. Beans are, I believe, they're pollinated. Yeah, I don't. I I don't know about beans. I don't know about that. But I don't. But it's not a source. Yes. It is not. They're not a food source to bees. No. So, I mean, I luckily, if you guys had watched or listened a few episodes back, I'm, like, in Tanner's Orchard backyard. So, my bees can thrive off of their apple trees. Yep. But also think about things that things are also seasonally. So, apples don't blossom all year round. Mm-hmm. And so, luckily, again, great space to be in because we usually get nearby pumpkin fields. Smart. That yeah. are in the fall. That helped us a lot. So... Um, I mean, some places they just don't work because the resources just aren't really there or available. Um, If you get real sassy, I think you can even move your hives to where there are great places. So if you like live in a high rise apartment and you want to move your hive onto, you know, your sister's farm or whatever, I think you can do that. You want to hear a fun story? I do. Are you ready? I am. So, uh... The gentleman that we get our bees from, he actually told us a story about how he kind of, his family got into bees because they were shipping their, they lived in Indiana at the time, and they were actually shipping hives of bees. I think they had bees in Indiana and bees in Georgia. 
And they were shipping yeah. hives of bees out to the almond farms in Colorado. That's what it was, yeah. And um, they loved it because the almond farmers loved it because they got like twice the crop right because they pollinated the trees and they got way more production and then the bees were like living fancy free and then um they would just literally go and pick up the hives and bring them back and harvest all the honey yeah and so they were only there for the pollinating season and then they would pick them up and take them home and everybody benefited i think I don't even know if they, you know, who paid who to go because, I mean, they both were winning. It was so beneficial either way, for sure. Even for them to go from, like, Indiana or Georgia to California, I mean, it was a win for everybody. Yeah. I think that is the coolest how even, you know, actual producers are seeing the benefits of the bees and they're wanting them on their properties in order to produce better yields. Absolutely. 100%. So with that, talking about how there's a few ways to get bees. Yep. There's like three main ways. Yeah. Yeah. So do you want to talk about the first one? Yeah. You can literally. (laughs) Are we talking like. Packages. Okay. So uh, you can order packages of bees. Yeah. Um, We actually are. We work with our supplier, Gentleman, um, and we put in an order once a year and uh, we collect orders from all the people around us that want to order and we put in an order and then they deliver them to us on a particular day and then it's just like everybody comes to the feed store and picks up their packages of bees so but in a package of bees yes. it's like a three pound box it is it's, of just worker bees yep it is a well a three pound box of worker bees and then in with, a little yeah yeah and a separate box is yeah. the queen she's like inside the box but like in her own little uh-huh. apartment. Cage. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then usually in the box you'll see like almost like a, a tomato sauce can. Like yeah. it doesn't have a label on it, but it's like that size of a can that's actually got sugar water in it or sugar. It's a. It's, it's a, a food source. Bee sub, it's a bee food substitute. Yeah. Of some and sort. that's what kind of. That's what feeds them for your journey. Travel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then, yeah. So. This three-pound box of bees and then this individual little queen. So basically what you do is you take your three-pound box and you dump it and, like, violently shake it, kind of. Like, I'm doing the motions. You just can't see me. (laughs) Um, You just, you know, do it in that box. And they do. They just kind of, like, wet balloon Mm -hmm. into there. Um, And then you put the queen in her little box inside your hive. And she's got, like, this little piece of candy on the end of her cage and once she puts out her like pheromones the rest of the worker bees are like yeah you're cool and then they chew through that candy and they let her out Mm -hmm. but sometimes they can be like no we hate you and they chew through the candy and then they kill her and (laughs) bees are savage (laughs) (laughs) so that's i mean that's one thing and then you know that's kind of the fun Fun little science that goes behind this of like, shoot, now my queen didn't live, so what do you got to do? Then you got to order another queen from wherever your sources are. Yeah. So What's another way that you can get these? Because I'm, I'm intrigued. <laughs> so you can, so you can a package. You can get a nuke, and I prefer nukes. Okay. Because nukes are a five frame, like it's a small hive. Okay. So you already have an established queen with these people. So they all know each other. They're all friends. 
you have frames that have drawn out comb, which is what takes the most time. Right. And since mm -hmm. your package is new to the environment, they have to start from scratch. Mm -hmm. So it'll have drawn out comb in the nuke. It'll have, you know, maybe like a frame of pollen, a frame of honey. Mm -hmm. And then it also has a couple frames of brood, which is where they keep all the babies. So that's in different stages. So it, I prefer nukes because you get to have like a head start. Sure. There's already babies coming. They already know what they're doing. They've already got drawn out comb and they can kind of like, it's just a faster start to it. Sure. I think it is a little bit more expensive mm -hmm. because it is further along in the process absolutely yeah but then again flip side here's what i always love <laughs> bees are so unpredictable you can move this you know five frame new happy home into this you know new hive and they'll be like nope doesn't feel right i don't like it and then I'm they out. could all swarm and leave <laughs> <laughs> yep so <laughs> it's um, yeah so then that brings us to the last part and also the cheapest way to yes. get bees. I think I know what this is. I don't know. You do. I, <laughs> is when you literally find a swarm. A swarm. And you get a good old-fashioned shop vac. Yeah. And you suck up those bees you and can. you hope to the sweet Lord that you sucked up their queen with them. Well, I don't even think you need to suck them up. You can just bloop them into a box or sometimes i know some people even just like set a box near yeah. it and then they just kind of go there um there's a couple different I'm, a lot of times though especially like in the a couple b people that we know they actually remove swarms from homes mm. and so then they're way different yeah, yeah then they're taking them to a box in there and that's a i think that's more of a cutout because yeah. they are established inside your wall cavity <laughs> Bad <laughs> or place a log. To be. Yeah. yeah yeah exactly yeah so yeah, so a swarm is just basically, it's what we just said earlier, what happened to your nuke, is they don't like home, they've either ran out of space, they don't like it here, mm -hmm. or they think it's somewhere else is better, and yeah. they all kind of leave. I think some stay back in the original hive, but and like nothing they, good. And then they die. Yeah, they die because yeah. they don't have a queen to tell them how to live. Exactly. So yeah. <laughs> they swarm off, and it's all these worker bees kind of protecting this little queen, and they're like, oh, we don't have a home, so like they don't actually want to sting you or anything. And once you bloop them into the box, if the queen is in there, they you just kind be. of settle down. And they're like, this is a great home. I think we'll... And they're so <laughs> like, what? <laughs> we did that. That happened. We I was literally watching one of our hives swarm. And I'm like, oh my gosh, delete. And I watched them collect into a tree. And they did just kind of look like this like buzzing little wet balloon. And we like blooped them into another empty hive and then they all just stopped and they were like this is acceptable we are going to stay here it's nice here and i'm like okay i'm gonna set it right next to the other one <laughs> great you know so bees are weird but you know sometimes uh it happens i think it happens a lot commonly in the springtime is where you'll see them and yeah. they'll cluster in weird spots like on your car in your trash can in a tree in a bush like yeah they don't mean any harm. They don't actually, so don't spray. Call yeah. your local beekeeper. Put it out on your Facebook. Somebody knows somebody yeah, that would love to take them. But that is a free bee. I mean, those are literally free bees. Yeah, and you usually hear them before you see them. Oh, yeah, and they're you're, loud. You're just like, what is that sound? And then you're like, oh, crap. But again, and they're all, I know I didn't see it until ours did it, but they're literally all swarming. It's like a movie. Yeah. I feel like it's like the original Looney Tunes. Where they, yeah. Where like the bees are swarming and they have to jump in a lake. Yeah. 
Except for they're not actually after you. They don't care, you know, but it's kind of like they are it all like around it. in the sky and you're just like, holy cow. That's funny. Yeah. No, that's that's legit. And and like we said too, like a good, you're not going to probably, more than likely, we got really lucky. For sure. We did too. And got a harvest after our first year. But more than likely, you're going to not have a good harvest until year two um, because they have to build so much in their in their homes and then they have to you have to add boxes that exclude the queen i mean like there's so much in depth to it um but i mean but then you also have years where you get five gallons of honey off of a yeah one first year hive the great thing about bees is that no one knows what they're doing my favorite quote that i've ever learned from following bee groups and mentor people that said the more you learn the less you know yes absolutely that is 110 (laughs) percent accurate you could you could talk to you know 30 different beekeepers and literally get 30 different answers on Mm -hmm. how they solved a particular problem absolutely and they're all right and they're all wrong in the exact same way exactly my husband learned from a friend and he's like this is what i did but i don't know if it's right or wrong but it worked and you can try it too, but it might not work for you. Like, yeah, that's, that's all like a hundred. <laughs> that is literally a hundred percent beekeeping. And I feel like bees get such a bad rep because they're so they just they're so complex creatures. They are. They absolutely are. They're yeah. they're probably just like let us do our thing. Like we don't need you interfering. Like yeah. we got this, but we do. Hey, but we, thanks for the house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh gosh. Okay. So there's um there's also a really cute kids book that we're I'm gonna put in the link today. Okay. Because it is a really fun. So if you are doing this as like a whole family thing, it is a super 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 cute book. I really love it. But yeah. we're also gonna be including a lot of books that have helped us on our research. Uh, again, we're gonna be including links of where you can go to obtain your bees quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, you have supplies here as yes. well at your store. Um, so as far as we're, I mean, this is January, but when do the packages in the, in the nukes and the swarms, what time of year does that typically come? It's usually spring. Uh, around here, it's usually April. Okay. Um, just because they need the temperature. Obviously, the warmer, the sooner, the warmer it gets, the more that the bees are out. Currently, all of our bees are, you know, we're they're locked up tight, keeping warm. They are, you know, they do create their own heat. They are happy little warm bees currently in their boxes. Um, all of us beekeepers are like praying for our bees every that, year, every like, winter. You're like, holy crap! Every I hope winter. they make it. Sometimes they do. We lost some. A couple years ago, because we had a late freeze in March, and yeah. most people lost at least one hive or two. Um, but also, I don't know. This is like a last-minute tidbit of information. Ensure your hives. Oh, I haven't done that. Uh, maybe. I think I have. Our, or that's another good thing, too. Not only ensure your hives for damages, is what you're saying? Um, or... For vandalism and damages, yes. Yeah. But also, your insurance company may or may not want to know if you have bees yeah. as an added increased liability too so insurance it's, all around the way if you're selling your honey um and it's an income source for you definitely insure them because there was actually uh, a, a gentleman in southern illinois who had like I hate that. 50 60 hives I just want, like, and why? some kids just came in and just destroyed them and 
I hate that. He, he lost, he didn't have anything insured, but I don't think mm. you even think of, to have them insured. No. And so then he lost his income, he lost yeah. the hives, he lost Ugh. everything. So think Gross. through, like, the worst case scenario twos, especially if you're creating income. But if you're just doing it for fun and you might lose a hive, um, I don't think it's a huge deal. But, but also I feel like, I think there can be a potential. Let's let's. I'm gonna rephrase this. There can be a potential for income, but I would not expect that to be for right. a while. Or if in if you're gonna have if you want an income, you have to have a substantial amount of hives. Yeah, you're. <laughs> I don't think you're gonna be balling on two hives. No, ha- quite literally the opposite. You're gonna be paying for that honey. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. So. Yes. Um. Absolutely. <laughs> You know, so it's good Christmas gifts, though. It I is. Mean, it is. You know, everybody loves honey. It's a great sugar alternative. Yep. I mean, like, it's a great, it's absolutely fantastic. But I mean, even as you were saying this um, about winter, it's super important to also leave honey for the bees because that's actually like their food, too. Yep. So I think that's also an ethical yep. way to think about. And I think that's actually why there's a big popular hive called the Flow Hive. Mm-hmm. And it's really cool because you can just like crank and turn and then the honey comes right out. And a lot of people say that it's for lazy beekeeping because you don't actually go in there and like you just take the honey whenever you want. You right. Know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, you know, it it's their food and it's the nice thing. I mean, to borrow it is one thing, but to like totally rob them and then just feed them like yeah. junk food through the winter is. Yeah. I mean, people do it, but. That's not cool, man. Yeah, and it doesn't make for good honey the next year. No, yeah. you know, so. If you're feeding them sugar water through the winter or candy, some people just put, like, straight pep, like, yeah. candy canes and yeah. things like that. Yeah, and I'm not saying that, like, you can't substitute things because we do. We actually pull frames later in the season, and then the middle of the winter we get it back to them. Oh, yeah. Just That's so fair. that they don't burn through it too fast and yeah. that they have more resources available to get them through. That's smart. That's, I mean, that's, I don't know. It's, it's worked so far. It's one of those but it things. kind of backfired on me this past. That's what I'm saying. Anything that you're like, this is what I'm supposed to do. And then and you do it and you're like, oh, <laughs> my bad. It was, I mean, it was good. But I think what happened, did it get really warm? It got really warm. Last December. It got warm last December, which makes them burn up resources And, and then they quicker. also, they are tricked to come out when they're not yeah. supposed to. Yeah. Yeah. So with whatever reason it was, my hives had too many resources and they got nectar bound. Oh. So there wasn't an enough available wax cells, you know, or empty mm. cells for them to put the nectar. Oh, sure. So I think that's why we had a swarm because they didn't have any room. Yeah. You know, and they actually, as probably what is failing one or two of our hives, is that they didn't have enough place to lay babies because they were packing every single cell with food with food because they had it yeah oh sure oh because they were overproducing they were overproducing okay yeah so in my brood chamber was nothing but nectar wow because it wasn't because i didn't have a queen it was just she didn't have any room to go that's crazy yeah so i mean i this was our second year i had no i still don't know what i'm doing i'm last year was still weird i I aren't you so glad you're listening to us teach you about how to get started with bees yeah i guess we know for sure (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well read the books read all the books yeah and then second guess everything that you've just yeah read. so yeah. next the next episode we are going to go into debunking um talking about um myths that you might hear about bees but also like just 
diving in, giving you all the info. Yeah, we'll kind of take apart and like break down each part of the hive. Yeah, too the how everything works and intermingles, and that's my favorite part because it gets really geeky, and I, yeah. I love these complex little creatures. I can give you all of the uh, extra stuff of the cool stuff that honey does. Yeah. We'll go into that, Ooh, too. it's going to be an exciting I'll, give, I'll bring, like, a fun honey recipe or something, too. I made honey caramels this year. Oh, my gosh. Ooh. They were so good. Anyway. All right. Well, I hope you guys are staying warm like my bees are. Fingers crossed. Yes. We will talk to you next week. See ya. If you like what you heard today, you can find us at We Chose the Farm on Facebook and Instagram. And to find Hinkle Homestead directly, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Google at Hinkle Homestead. Want to visit the Weininger Farms? You can find us mainly on Instagram at the Weininger Farms. Or jump over to our website at WeinigerFarms.com. See you later!